You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Stay thong! Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Adam is here. Love me! Boy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, alright? And Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. Look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick. You work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my own dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Ladies and gentlemen. To the rundown. I'm your host, Troy. Joining me. As always, <laughs> Jason's here. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I, as long for the rest of the winter, while I'm wearing my comfy, I would like to be addressed as Sith Lord Horsecock. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so. You need to get me one. So, how's, uh, how's things been going for you, Sith Lord? I mean, I'm good, but you, you might want to introduce the other person first. I've done this the exact same way <laughs> numerous times. Usually we introduce everybody and then we do the hey, so how are you? Alright, alright. And joining us as well. Oh, I'm fucking coming. Adam's here. <laughs> how are you? How's it going, dude? Not bad. Fair enough. Uh, Sal is away on assignment right now. Uh, and we hope that everything is going good with him and his own. Assignment but, is a weird name for Bruno's dick. I mean, yeah, you know, he, he, it's in his rider. And in his rider it says that he has to ride Sal, so. <laughs> Fair enough. I was waiting for Troy to say all the nice things about Sal being on assignment, assignment and then hit the button. that goes, fuck you, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it. Um, I never, I never know how much any of us want to want to talk about our personal lives when we're not here. So that's why I tend to just kind of err on the side of caution and just say they're just not here. <laughs> he'll be back. He'll be back next week, hopefully. Um, I made a joke about him fucking Bruno. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah, was it a joke? Fuck you, Sal. Uh, <laughs> So if that's what he yells while he spanks him. That's awesome. No, no, I assume that it's more like uh, fight the fool, the aerosol. You know, he's not going to use English. <laughs> um, so, uh, as everyone can tell, it is Wednesday. You know what that means. Uh, we were not able to record yesterday. Uh, all of us sort of had different uh, problems going on. <laughs> Or well, I, I didn't. Get, I just didn't want to do a solo. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, 
Yeah, I had uh, I had some car issues which kept me home from work today, uh, but I'm getting it taken care of tomorrow. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So it doesn't help any to you that it's like negative 15 degrees in the morning. So it makes things. Uh, I, I, I saw that post this morning. <laughs> it's negative 15. Why cancel school? Yeah. Well, we're so, getting a nor'easter this weekend, or yes, as Trey yeah. calls it, a dusting. Yes. <laughs> An average Tuesday. <laughs> well, I uh, I hope you all are nice and safe. But uh, yeah, snowed in and watched the rumble. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I if I got snowed in, I'd I'd try to watch the rumble and think about how I could be watching my team play right now in the playoffs if they didn't fuck things up. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I got an interesting story. I mean, what are the odds that block punt goes straight up in the air and lands right in the arms of the defender? And every single one of them just look at it like, huh, that's interesting. wonder where that's going to land. I mean, on the plus side, at least when they went for that last field goal to win it, Green Bay only bothered to put ten guys out there. So, you Well, know. you know, you, you, try, you try to do whatever you can to trick your opponents, and they go, wait, are there not enough people on the field? This is where we talk sports ball and Adam checks out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I've actually got to, got a, a story before we get into everyone else's week. Uh, so, not a sponsor, but I I wound up finding a uh, a website called Three Chi, uh, the number three. And no, no, not at all. Uh, they so they sell like well, what I originally thought was they sold like cbd stuff um but it's not technically that it's it's actually um like somewhat thc infused stuff uh specifically like the delta eight and things like that so so what i did was i was like okay um it's you know it's not legal here so the, this stuff can't be, you know, it's not going to get me fucking lit up or anything like that. But I was like, hey, Are you, you know. Are you on it right now? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, because you're very like. It's just, it's been a, it's been a rough week. Uh, so, so I wound up uh, uh, finding um, some like these like root beer taffy things that they had. Uh, and, uh, and I ordered them. And yes, or on Monday, I was like, huh, um. I want to take these to work because I think that they'll be like a good thing to kind of like mellow me out during the day or whatever like that if I got a stressful day or whatever like that. I'm like, but I should probably test them out at home just in case, like if I get like a bad headache or anything of like that. So I wound up eating one. And I'm sitting there and I'm recording uh, the Slasher Sanitarium on Monday. And I, I finish reading one of the sentences in my notes about halfway through. And I suddenly stop, and I go, my vision's really blurry. And <laughs> so I like I, I stop the recording for a little bit, and I'm like, okay, um, I need to take stock right now because <laughs> I'm starting to feel a little high. And <laughs> I'm like, I didn't I didn't think that this was going to do this to me. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm already halfway through the episode. Let me just finish it. Let me tell you something. 
I could not tell you if that episode is good or not because I don't really remember recording it. <laughs> well, now I have to go back and listen. Can't wait. So. <laughs> It's already out, I think, right? It is, yeah. It's already out, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was, <laughs> by the time I got to the end, I'm like, I'm like, fuck, man, like that was some good shit. I just had like one little tiny fucking like toffee thing, and I'm like, this, this isn't supposed to be like weed edibles or anything of like that, you know? Like I didn't get them from a dispensary. I like I literally bought the shit online. Now they have, so they have, it's the archive, archive eighty one episode. RKV81 episode, yeah. So they have other things um, that I haven't six tried yet. Six podcasts away. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I got well, like some. in the past where it was 472 away, so there is that. <laughs> That's true. So I got That's some. At what point, at what point I actually exactly... caught up last week? <laughs> did you actually catch up, or at one point did you just go, ah, fuck it, it's not worth it? Well, I mean, at one point I started, I stopped uh, going through every episode, every podcast back catalog. Uh, but I actually did catch up to uh, to, to current last week okay. for, for Sorry, a couple day. for a couple days. I I uh, I nuked a lot of my podcasts because I had like fifty episodes that I was behind on shit, and I'm just like I can't I can't add on this. So I went through and I I. I normally I'm not I'm a like, verb, goddamn. <laughs> normally, normally I look at that shit and I'm like, I was like, I'll, I'll probably listen to this and I'll probably enjoy it. And I was actually like, nope. If you if you look at the title of the episode and you're like, I'm not going to enjoy this, then delete it. So I did. So now I'm done like 14. Uh, anyways, so like over the past couple of years, like with the whole pandemic and the quarantine and all that shit, I've definitely listened to less and less podcasts now. Now there's like three or four I listen to regularly, and the rest are just they sit there until I delete them because I don't I don't drive as much. Like I don't yeah. go to work every day. It's usually when I used to listen to stuff or when I was at my desk at the office. Nice. So, so I what? All the time. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well. Yeah. So this uh, this three cheese stuff that I was talking about. Uh, like I said, they they don't have the rope. So you start to feel high. Yeah. So I'm starting <laughs> to feel high. Uh, wound up realizing that like it got me pretty pretty fucked up uh and and especially because i know if i if i go to sleep and i'm still kind of high uh i start to get that like leg jerk awake thing that'll happen occasionally and it only happens when i'm i'm high so i was like i'm like okay that kind of sold to sold it to me um what do you have to take to get the dick jerk sensation uh i don't know i guess viagra <laughs> 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 uh, also, so, not sponsored. Also, so not sponsored. So, so, so you took these to work and you put them in a candy bowl on your desk and you got everybody I, fucked up. Let me tell you, I thought about it, but I was like, <laughs> but uh, uh, the next that morning brings up a good point, though. How are we the only fucking podcast in the world Bluetooth doesn't fucking sponsor? <laughs> well, you know, because we're only listened to by like fifty people, so Bluetooth's like, eh, we're good. Um, yeah, the night. There's a good chance that a large portion of our audience is impotent. So that's true. They are AEW fans. Hey, uh, oh. <laughs> so the next the next morning though, I'm like, I was like, I was gonna take those to work. <laughs> and I was like, huh, good thing I didn't. Good thing I I tried them out at home first. Um, but like even even reading like the so I got like two cookies that I haven't eaten yet. And like even reading it, it's like uh, one of a kind, uplifting and motivating feel with a calming body sensation. No motherfucker, 
it just gets you high. <laughs> you can you can spin that however you want, but uh, yeah. So again, not a sponsor, but hey, uh, if you if you want to enjoy some, go ahead. What has been going on with you, Jason? Uh, nothing. Mostly just working from home and doing the uh, the baseball and basketball stuff. I did have. Um, a little bit of an interesting thing happened this week. Um, well, today, for one, first time I've ever had an issue at the Dunkin' Donuts locally. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I pulled up to the drive Now, I, I left my house at 5 o'clock. Now, this place is like five minutes from my house. I have to I have, I have to be at Jackson School because actually his middle school team ends practice at the same time a travel ball starts practice in the same building. So I'm like, all right, I'll grab a coffee on the way. So I pull the drive through. I'm like, oh, score. There's nobody in line ahead of me. Sweet. So I pull up to the speaker, and the girl's like, all right, just a minute. <laughs> cool, no problem. And then I proceed to sit there for 10 fucking minutes. Oh, boy. And then finally she takes my order. I'm like, all right, cool, fine. Jesus Christ, okay. So there's one person in the store. So I'm guessing there's only one lady working. I can't tell, obviously, from where I am, but I'm, that's my assumption. So I pull up to the window. And I sit at the window with zero interaction. Not not an open the window to get me to pay. Not nothing. Just like zero interaction. And I sit there for almost another ten minutes. At which point, for the first time, I've never done this. I just drove off. <laughs> like, I'm, wow. I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I'm not... I'm not going to sit... I'm not, and I understand they're short-staffed, and I'm not going to go in there and scream and throw a fit and end up on fucking YouTube, because that's not my style, but... I'd be damned if I was going to sit there any fucking longer after sitting in line for 20 minutes. So Yeah, I would be the only person in line. Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. So I was just fucking done at that point. And then I went to another place and they made me a shitty coffee. And it was just one of those things where just everything set me off tonight. So. I, can, I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And then my boss called me the other day and went, okay, so here's everything I want you to do this year. <laughs> Like, like all at once? Because, I mean, it's going to be a shitty week last week of January, but, I mean, the rest of the, week, the rest of the year will be pretty close, clear smooth sailing, I guess. There you go. Yeah. Adam, what's been going on with you? Uh, i got a couple things to talk about. One uh, topic-related, one completely not. Um, we've talked about uh, our, our trials and travails at KFC recently. Oh boy, Adam's joined the KFC club. All right, here we go. Kind of. Um, I I wanted to try the. Uh, have you have you seen the Beyond KFC? No, no but I, I'm I'm assuming what it is. So yeah, it's it's not it's not chicken. Right. Uh, and I just wanted to try it, see if it was any good, because I like the Impossible Whopper and the, the when when Duncan had the Impossible Sausage, I enjoyed that. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll give it a shot. Uh, it's okay. It's definitely not chicken. <laughs> the, I think the worst part about it is they didn't even try to make it look chicken-ish. It's it's they're literally squares, little squares of, of breaded whatever the fuck it is, and I'm like, all right, it's okay. It, but it tastes decent, and it's the texture's a little weird, but I don't think I would order it again, but if it was presented to me, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll have some. How is the thing that's supposed to be fake chicken the only thing in the world that doesn't taste like chicken? <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? That's like, true. Anything other than, like, steak or hamburg that you eat, people tell you it tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. 
Except the thing that's supposed to taste like chicken, apparently. It also looks like a sponge. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. the pictures of it, at least. But I, I just had to laugh, because I opened the little box, and it was they little literally squares. Yeah. That doesn't look like it. It doesn't even look like a nugget. It looks like a sponge. Mm. Um, other news... Uh, Nitromania is returning uh, after a long hiatus. <laughs> uh, episode 80 is up on the Patreon right now, uh, so if you want to listen to it, uh, sign up for our Patreon. Um, but uh, new format, uh, instead of a recap, it's now a watch-along, because that's much easier for me, because I do want to finish the show, I just don't have time to actually write episodes. So, but, um, yeah. So you're doing Anybody? more. You're doing more of like the cheap seats, mystery science theory three thousand kind of style of it. Yeah, it's like it's like title subject to change, except it's specifically WCW. So and there's no space butthole <laughs> yet. <laughs> so um, yeah, you guys are welcome to to come on and record. I've got uh, I, I listed out the episodes. Um, and uh, since we're doing pay-per-views separate from Nitros now, it's going to be 333 all told, and we're on 80, so we've got a ways to go. But um, yeah, nice. They'll go up. They'll go up on the Patreon as they're produced. Um, plus, uh, Patreon exclusive episodes doing the WWF pay-per-views that come up in the timeline, and then they'll go on the free feed. Hopefully, we'll have enough of a backlog. They'll go on the free feed on the date, on the corresponding date of the program being watched. So, episode 80 is March 24th, 1997, so it'll go on the free feed on March 24th of this year. Right on. How about Spot of NXT? When's that coming back? Good question. (laughs) So, uh, actually, I do have a little news of my own, as as it were. Um... This past weekend, I received a text message uh, requesting or asking if I would be willing and or interested in returning to APW later on this spring. And I have accepted that offer, so I will be returning to Atlantic Pro Wrestling. This is coming up soon. I'm not sure exactly which month we're going to start back up with with my stuff, but we'll, we'll be back there, so back behind the microphone. Did you did you respond to the text with well guess who came crawling back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, speaking of which, Adam, you had a show this past weekend. How'd that go? Yeah, we had a fun uh, a fun show on on Saturday. We crowned a new New England champion in, uh, in Randy Rivera. Uh, Ilya somehow managed to maintain to to keep his his heavyweight title against uh, first Vern Vicalo and then Max Smashmaster. Yeah, we should actually uh, take because he's been a guest on the rundown sit down before. We should take a second uh, at the show. Vern Vicalo suffering a separated shoulder. Yeah, uh, was unable to really put on the kind of performance I'm sure he wanted to. For sure. Um, and I know Vern well enough to know that that's something that's going to drive him fucking nuts. He was. Uh, yeah, he was. He was not happy. Yeah, and uh, poor guy just has no fucking luck. He just came back from a it was back injury. And uh, now this pops up again, and you know, uh, great guy, great talent, oh, and uh, hopefully he'll be back in the ring before we know it. And uh, you know, I just want to send our wishes for a speedy recovery to Vern. Yeah. 
looks, looks promising based on what I've seen him put on Facebook. You know, to hopefully just rest and uh, it'll be it'll be good to go. So the shoulder dislocations you always worry, like Finn Balor, for example. Yeah, yeah. You know, the labrum, the rotator cuff, is all sorts of other stuff that can get fucked up and that shoulder separates. So and it wasn't um, even on, it wasn't even on anything anything spectacular. I think it was on a shoulder block. Oh jeez. Like I, I literally looked down for half. And a that's second. the other thing I, you worry about is that once I it look happens up that first over. time, it's after the first time it tends to become a thing, unfortunately. So hopefully it's not for him. Vern's one of those guys that if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, "Are you a professional wrestler?" <laughs> yeah, very much. So, yeah. <laughs> Although he doesn't always make that face that he makes in every promo photo. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair but no, he's, he's always been great, great dude. He's great, like with Jackson, and you know, I, I always root for him. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully, he comes back from this thing soon. Right on. I suppose that we can't uh, bring up AEW Dynamite tonight, right? On the I show, if you want to. Just spoiler alert: if you don't want to know anything, fast forward about a minute in the show. I think it'll be a little more than a minute. Uh, all right. Well, spoiler alert for uh, Beach Bash Break, whatever the fuck it's called tonight. Uh, it was the death of Adam Cole. Because, my God. Like, first of all, he he's slapping his leg doing kicks to garbage cans, which makes, makes no fucking sense, because the sound wouldn't be that way. But also, uh, they chose that match to introduce Danhausen. And I don't like Danhausen because he's another one of those guys that just has the same fucking dumb shtick with everything he does. But it you mean he, like Orange Cassidy? Exactly. <laughs> but the fact that we that we used Adam Cole to introduce another fucking comedy bullshit wrestler. Not even that. Danhausen. Yes. Like Adam Cole was the vehicle for introducing the moment in an Adam Cole match had nothing to do with Adam Cole. Yep. He was outshined by Danhausen. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because if you go over there on social media right now, guess what everyone's talking about? Not Adam Cole's match. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's sad. And uh, people people can go he's ahead. Already gotten, he's already gotten the all elite graphic, which is bonkers to me that that guy is getting paid that amount of money to to sit there and add Hausen to the end of everything he says and do dim fucking sh- comedy bullshit. You but know, I, and listen, it's not my cup of tea. But I've said it before. I've said it about Orange Cassidy. In a business where everything's been done and done to death. These guys have found a niche of something that's original and new and different, and that is attractive to people. <clears throat> Not enough people, but attractive to people, sure. And they get over. <laughs> they've yeah. got they've got their audience, and it's <laughs> and it's the IWC, and yeah, go ahead. But you just remember that those are the same fickle fans that'll turn on you this the second that you do something that they don't like. So, and we've already seen it. That fucking mafia goes after people for the the slightest little insults, you know. Well, this so. seems like a nice way to transition into our uh, Leo Rush news. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
so as we know, AEW doesn't fire anybody. Uh, but they sure as shit are more than happy to not renew people's contracts. Now, Those five-month contracts that they signed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so some of the people... You know, we talked about in the past, you know, Joey Janela uh, is definitely being gone soon. Sonny Kiss, uh, Peter Avalon. Those are the guys that, that they originally signed to a brand spanking new company, had those those guys build up their company, uh, then unceremoniously just were like, eh, we're done, and then just not mention them at all, which I, I said last week, stuck in my craw a bit, that's like, at least thank them for their time there for the three years they spent helping out your brand you know but then what we got was another because aw will not actually say themselves like hey this person no longer works for us we got leo rush coming out and putting up a card saying that on february i think it was like 15th or 16th or something like that he is officially a free agent and so people were doing the math, of course, and it, and it would appear as though he signed a six-month contract because he was there for a month, then he retired, and then he's been there for five months now, come February, uh, back since he came back. So it's like, oh, they just yeah. put that contract on pause. Hopefully he just retires again. Yeah, well. I mean, to be fair, would you sign Leo Rush for anything more than a short-term deal? Because <laughs> his deals have a tendency of going bad. You know, um, maybe, I I think that, that it would it would still warrant a long term deal, but with an out clause. You know, if he turns around and retires, then it's done. You know, or if like you know things like that, and and I get that. Um, but man, like I just I just think about the fact that this guy is something that AEW is lacking, and that's people who can talk. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. All right, KT in my chat can guarantee there's a jizz-covered rug with Orange Cassidy's face on it under Meltzer's bed. Probably. Um, yeah, but the, Leo can cut promos, and even if you weren't going to use him in ring, he could be a really Plus, good if fucking you man. Have a favorite pose? He will <laughs> True, true. If you're somebody who likes to point at your ass, he will he will introduce that. Uh, so, ladies, uh, yeah. We we mentioned it before when we talked about the the fact that there were no black managers in AEW, and it was like, well, Leo could be that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, people are talking about the fact that Leo was in a storyline uh, with Dante Martin where he wanted to buy Dante Martin like a slave, and then we had the whole big swole thing happen, and Leo, of course, said you know, asked that, or demanded an apology from Tony Khan, uh, then quickly backpedaled and said... I'm, <laughs> I was going to say, and then apologized to Tony Khan. Yep, quickly backpedaled and said, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna help Tony Khan out with uh, uh, some of the issues that are in AEW, and, and we're going to work on this together. And now he's gone. <laughs> Tony Khan was like, don't need your help, you can do yourself out. And and to me, if that doesn't send a very clear message to your your locker room, I don't know what else does. Listen, they've had a lot of African American talent on Dark. Lately. Yes, yes. Leo couldn't even get on that. Is that <laughs> racist? Yes, it's racist I that they put all the dark so. people on Dark. Yes. It's exactly what they do, though. That's exactly what they do. 
actually wrote I actually wrote down kind of related a note from from Dynamite last week I wrote so Dante Martin has gone from Matt Seidel to Leo Rush to Taz to nobody to Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty mm-hmm. <laughs> what are they doing with him alright so we are about a week behind obviously like Troy said the Dynamite from this week just ended but you, you bring up Dynamite uh, so let's start there at least from my my take uh we got the return of John Moxley. <laughs> Did we ever? And Moxley was in full Mox form. Um, <laughs> we were. Th- hey, fuck that guy. Yeah, we were 15 <laughs> seconds into an interview before he said, "Fuck that guy, kick him out of here." Um, Which, by the so, way, they so didn't. First, let's say. First, let's say. Um, congratulations to Mox, obviously putting in the work because. Yeah. The before and after, I mean, it just shows you the effect alcohol alcohol abuse can have on the human body. If you have not seen the before and after pictures of Moxley, go look them up because it is stark, the difference. Um, so they cut a promo, and that promo has become the source of a lot of controversy, I guess, because... Uh, Bully Ray... Because Bully Ray's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, Bully Ray wasn't a fan of it, and... But so here's the thing, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna echo necessarily what Bully Ray said, but I am gonna say, I felt like that was a moment that would have been better served being done out of character. Um, a little less of the "Hey, fuck off!" or "I'm gonna kick everyone's ass," and a mm-hmm. little less of that, and a little more contrition. He doesn't owe the fans an apology for missing shows, but he has the platform to be a inspiration for other people who might not yet have succumbed to um, going to treatment for their alcohol abuse, who might be not realize they have a problem. He had a moment to be um, a, a, a what am I, I don't want to say poster child, but you know what I mean. Uh, um, yes, that's, a, that's great. Um, for those people, and I feel like he sort of swung and missed on that regard by staying the whole thing in character. Um, obviously it's his choice how he wants to handle it I just think he had the opportunity to perhaps do some good and instead like with much stuff in AEW um, it just all went to being part of the character and and nothing sort of outside the existence of the bubble they're in and to to what end he didn't do the promo directed anybody so it didn't build a storyline for anything or whatever that. It just literally was him coming out there and, and talking about how much of a badass he is. And it's like, hey, hey, hey fuck that guy. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But it's like, do, do, do we need to put Moxley over anymore? No, I don't think so. Like, it, it, it felt like a waste of time, personally. Like, 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 here's the thing. One of the coolest moments I've seen in wrestling in the last ten years was the night Roman Reigns returned from leukemia. Mm-hmm. And he came out, and there was real raw emotion. Like, you felt everything that guy had experienced while he was away. In the way he... he, And and it wasn't about... um, The whole thing was, I don't know when I'm going to get back in the ring. That's not what's important right now. And I just sort of would have liked a little more of that from Mox, I guess. Sure. I mean, if you you follow the 12-step program... um one of the things that they talk about is is apologizing and making amends. So maybe Bully's not 100% off of the mark on that. Um, but 
I th- I think the the idea. I think Bully Ray just has a problem talking because he's a fucking idiot. But I think I think that the sentiment was there of like this could have been better, you know. Yeah. And, and well, when you talk about Bully Ray, let's also not forget this is somebody who threatened a fan for booing his girlfriend at the time. So. Right, exactly, right. But but again, like those those the the AEW fans also don't like it when other AEW fans uh, cheer for the people they like and they don't like. So it's it's nothing new. It's you know, but yeah, I will say that when Moxie returned, I was like, oh, he did a reverse AEW. Because normally they come in super jacked and then they wind up looking all dumpy. <laughs> so the fact Which that he is a nice segue <laughs> to another topic. Which is, uh, he's, the, he's the anti-Jericho. Yes. I just want to say it's 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 not it, my biggest takeaway is it's not up to Bully Ray to police John Moxley's recovery. Right. That's not Bully Ray's fucking place. So mm-hmm. keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> And Renee went pretty hard at him too. Yes. Oh, and and as well she should, because yes. because yeah, like he he doesn't know, he doesn't you know, he doesn't know what what Moxie went through, you know. Right. So, uh, but it sounded like you wanted to uh, to talk about uh, the fact that AW should probably get a sponsor of like uh, uh, Anytime Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> or something. I mean, Tony Khan has uh, has taken great pride in constantly reminding us that they don't have a performance center. Right. And uh, I think we can all tell between the matches between the untrained workers, uh, or, or barely trained workers, I should say. Not untrained, but barely trained. Um, and what we have seen happen to one Adam Cole... Now, Troy, in our host thread, you've been sort of driving the Adam Cole bus <laughs> on this topic. I don't so, know what you're talking uh, about. <laughs> so why don't you discuss what you've uh, what you've observed of late? I I, I I'm kind of baffled by it, honestly, because it seems like Adam Cole has just stopped working out, and. It was now, so, he's never been Greek god like cut out of stone. He's never been Brian Cage, but no, no, he was for sure. Always not. in shape, like he had he had he had abs and mm-hmm. you know. So when some definition when he was in ROH, you know he was he was a little thicker and and the fans kind of kind of ragged on him a lot, and he got in really good shape uh, once he got to AW or not sorry once he got to WWE. NXT, uh, to and the performance center. to the performance center, yeah, where they obviously <laughs> they they care a lot more about aesthetics and and for good reason because people want to sit there and and talk about like oh the way that they look doesn't matter it fucking does they're actors like you know Diana Peraza yeah well again but that but people play a role. And and you need to be believable, so you're not going to have fucking Rick Moranis be uh, playing Thor in a movie because it's not going to look believable, right? So when you've got now that's all I want to see. <laughs> um, hey, he was Dark Helmet, okay? I know, I know. <laughs> I just like of all the names you went with Rick Moranis. <laughs> well, I the problem is, is that a lot of like the dorky Hollywood actors now are starting to get ripped and get put in fucking superhero movies, so it's kind of hard. 
Like fucking Camille. Paul Rudd is the sexiest man alive. Go fucking. Yeah. Camille Nanjani has never been an Adonis, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there he is, and he's all ripped. He's like, what? What happened? <laughs> no, you were one of us. Anyways, so we had started to see like Adam Cole getting in the ring with Chris Statlander, and it's like, ah, there's the fucking height thing again. But then you also look at it, you're like, wait a second, does Statlander have bigger muscles than Adam Cole? <laughs> yep. And there was a shot of Cole and uh, Orange Cassidy on the beach, and it was like, Cole has these tiny little fucking chicken legs, and just looks so unassuming next to Orange Cassidy, who's not, who's also not like an Adonis, but still in better shape than the guy. And go watch this week's BTE. I sent you that picture in the host thread. Yeah. Like Adam Cole looks like he's got bigger boobs than Britt Baker does. I don't know what happened. It's like I I understand that AEW is like oh we just we embrace you know like people being themselves or it's like but it seems like they're embracing laziness. Like there's there's and the other thing too. Um, okay, I I know people immediately he listened to me talk about people's bodies and they're like what about you fat shit. I'm not a wrestler. <laughs> I'm not in a business where I have to look presentable and good, you know? So that's the difference, is that these guys and and girls are in a business that aesthetics are important. And if they're not uh, Yokozuna-sized, then they're typically expected to be in at least pretty damn good shape. Like, even uh, even the smaller guys that we've seen still are in much better shape like fucking brian danielson has never been a huge guy but you don't look at him and go oh man like you need to hit the gym you know yeah. i mean we've talked about it before chris jericho obviously melting uh which again is is still the fucking funniest thing that remember that one time that he he said brock lesnar looked fat when he came out yeah. and now you look at him yeah. so you've got him uh, obviously, Eddie Kingston, you know, is another guy who, you know, he's got the gun and stuff like that. And and trust me, like, one of my favorite wrestlers is Kevin Owens. And I understand, you know, he's got a kind of a gut to him or whatever that. But that's the, that's the thing, though, is that he's got the rest of the size of him that makes him imposing. And he, what he makes up for in that, he makes up for in ring and on the mic, you know. So... I mean, you could make that same argument for Kingston, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you, you look at it and go, yeah, these aren't guys that like that are like Luther, where you're just like, get the f- get this fat fuck out of my ring, you know? <laughs> where you're, where you're like... Big fat piece of <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, they don't have any fucking else they think that they're bringing in. But, man, like, it's like Adam Cole was like, I really, I really want to, uh, to pay tribute to Brody Lee, so I'm going to look like his son. Like... <laughs> what is going on with it? And like, Britt is in good shape, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's in better shape than her husband is now. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah. Whatever, you know what I meant. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like like we've said. We're not looking for everyone to look like fucking Brian Cage and look jacked or whatever. That no, not at all. But Adam Cole doesn't look like. If you put Adam Cole up against anyone at this point. You're like he doesn't look like, believable. Like, look at the shape Trent Barretta returned in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I believe you mean Trent. Trent? No, now he's Trent Beretta. He's back. He's yeah. back to Trent Beretta because yeah, because apparently WWE was just like, I, we don't fucking care, dude. You were with us for like a year. <laughs> that was like 15 years ago. Nobody knows. Right. So he he got well, his name back. If it was 15 back, years ago, CM Punk would still be pissed about it. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't speaking know. Of, uh, speaking of this, this whole week's show done, is going to be cathartic for Troy. This is going to be, we're going to discuss all the shit that pissed Troy off this week. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> then we're going to pick the rumble. Uh, yeah, yeah, speaking of this week's Dynamite, make sure you turn into our, tune into our socials about 10 minutes before we go live on Twitch so you can see us all sit down at our computers and start talking. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. What so a dumb. stupid concept. Uh, in, case you, in case you don't get that joke. Uh, AEW was like, hey, do you guys want to uh, tune in to YouTube and watch uh, Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes make their entrances? And the IWC was like, do we? <laughs> <laughs> because cause that was, remember, this has been talk, it's like, oh, well, AEW pops the ratings that they are because their lead-in is reruns of the Big Bang Theory. So they're trying to like capitalize on that and be like, okay, well, Put your TV on to the Big Bang Theory to start off with, but watch watch our YouTube show before that kind of thing. Yeah, we're gonna go live on the internet ten minutes before our show starts, so you can watch ring entrances. Right, that's what we want to see. Hmm. And do we really? And you know that was Cody. You know it was. <laughs> Because they're like, look, we 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 got a packed show. We're not gonna be able to show your entry. It's like, no, you have to show my entrance. Huh. I'm the only one that never gets a jabber entrance. They're like, okay, well, here's we, a compromise. <laughs> we need to hear that guy on my song say, wrestling has more than one royal family. Yeah. <laughs> How else am I going to come if I don't hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I make Brandy whisper it in my ear. That's right. As I'm railing her. Mm-hmm. Um, Missionary style. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Uh, all right. So speaking of AEW, um, this is supposed to be the place where all this underutilized talent goes, and you know, Dies. They, they, all the all the people who are misused by Vince um, get paralyzed. Go and and, and they're uh, they're finally used correctly, and they're given a platform to shine. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about CM Punk and Sean Spears this week. Oh God. My my one note. My one note that I wrote during that match. Well, That's all you, you had Sha- time to write during yeah. that match. Well, well, fuck you, Sean Spears, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. How so soon? How soon before he doesn't get re-upped too? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's buddies no, with he's, Cody. He's, he's a good. Cody. He's a good hand. That's true. How fucked did they do this promotion? Fuck him over because they brought him in and labeled him that as part of his original program with Cody, which is fine. Except then Cody beat him and proved right. everything he was saying about exactly. him to be true. Right. And now he's this. Now he's job in three seconds to CM Punk guy. By the way, CM Punk, who is not there to, like, destroy all the other talents, really wants to put over that younger talent, like Darby and Daniel Garcia. And who else has he beaten? Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Wardlow. Wardlow, yeah. Yeah, Wardlow. And perhaps the dumbest match I've ever seen. <laughs> but oh, it was. Yeah, you weren't, it you paid weren't on much. last week. What did you think about uh, yeah. CM Punk watching Bret Hart matches again? It's uh, it's an embarrassment, truthfully. Like, 
Wardlow is, and I've said it on the show before, like, that guy has rock siren all over him to me. Like, that is dollar signs all over this dude. Mm-hmm. And to do that, was, and they'll give you the outs, oh, MJF was telling me blah, blah, blah. It's like, still, a guy who he had pretty much crippled pinned him. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no reason to do that. None whatsoever. If you want, you know what all they, you know what all they had to do, and this is what's really stupid about it. All they really had to do was have MJF tell Wardlow hold him up, try to hit him with the dynamite ring, and instead he accidentally hits Wardlow, mm-hmm. and Punk falls on top it's of him for the pen. Sounds said last week. That's it. That's all you and have then, to do. And then MJF this week goes and retweets uh, AEW's happy birthday to uh, to Powerhouse Hobbs, calling him the best big man in the business. Well, they've been sort of doing that in Twitter now between the two of them, setting up their eventual split. Because apparently, you know, long-term MJF, storytelling. Apparently, MJF feuding with CM Punk was, you know, too, you know, one direction for them. That's that's the problem we've talked about. Is that uh, a lot of the top talent are in more than one feud, and it makes any feud that they're in feel less important because they're like already looking at the next one. The only way that feud could feel less important is if Julia Hart was involved. Yeah, well, give it time. In her eye patch. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like they got like this has to be like a bet. Like somebody's losing a contest or a bet backstage. They're like your turn to wear the eye patch, kid. It's it's <laughs> right? got to be right. Just passing around the same one, right? For sure. Uh, that's that. I I have that headcanon too, where it's just like this has got to be like a fucking on an honorary title at this point, right? It's a rib. It's, yeah. it's a rib somehow. Yeah. Because you had fucking uh, Moxley, Pac, yep. Julia Hart, Jericho did too, right? So you're saying it's yep. like the uh, it's it's like the dildo that kept just kept getting passed from, bags, Black. from bag to bag to bag at uh, fucking uh, was it NCW? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was going with the sisterhood of the traveling eye patch, but that works too. <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, uh, also, they did the thing, this thing on Twitter where Julia Hart is so disoriented by the eye patch, she's walking into closed elevator doors, and and, and that, it, it only covers one eye. Like, yeah, the other eye should still see a closed elevator door. Yeah, even if, but even it's, it's funny, see, because she's got an eye patch. Well, also, it's like it's, it's funny because <laughs> she's got an eye patch. It's like so we're just we're having a thing where she's like uh, in an abusive relationship, but she's like blaming it on the eye patch then and like running into doors. Who is she dating? Is she dating uh, Lee Johnson, right? Yeah, big shouty. Big shouty. Yeah. He probably he probably another black guy, another black guy who all over AEW, right? Yep. Do you remind me how many singles wins Lee Lee Johnson has, Troy? One. Nope. <laughs> Zero. No, that's Lee Moriarty. Oh, Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. See, that's the problem. <laughs> they yeah. do lead the wrestling industry in black Lees, though. It's true. Probably going to add Keith Lee soon, too. So. Yep. Yeah. AJ Styles has been doing uh, sort of the same kind of thing as, as Punk, with like the, the challenging younger talent. Uh, but there's a huge difference because AJ's, AJ Styles beating Austin Theory or beating Grayson Waller still elevated those guys. Whereas CM Punk molly whopping fucking Daniel Garcia was just like, well, we're just not going to mention that anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
KT yeah, says maybe it's just coincidence. Him. Like Brian Pillman came in or I on the same week Malachi Black did. Maybe. Listen, isn't she like sixteen? She's, I hope not. She's eighteen. First of all, she's totally legal to make sex jokes about. That's that's barely legal. I believe is the term you're looking for. You know, I used to have a stack of those pornos. <laughs> that does not surprise me in the least, sir. Shouldn't. Those are really good, though, too. I don't know how, how girls in it. Girls gone wild. I've, I've seen some girls gone wild stuff in my day. Anyway, speaking of hot chicks, hey, uh, did you hear the rumor that Ronda Rousey's returning? Uh, yes, <laughs> apparently so did the odds makers in Vegas. Yes, apparently. <laughs> um, so... Uh, about a week ago, uh, Brad Shepard said, oh, people in WWE are talking to Ronda Rousey. And then a couple days ago, Sean Ross Sapp, uh, on, on his copy and pasteful reported, hey, people are talking about <laughs> Ronda Rousey is, uh, it might be making a return, which is probably one of my favorite feuds online. Now I can only see half of it because one of those people blocked me. <laughs> but but I love the fact that Sean Rossap just keeps stealing stories off of him and pretending that he's not, which is like, it, you very clearly are. Because... <laughs> You can look at his Twitter feed and see three days before you reported it, he reported it. <laughs> well, how bad is it that you're doing that and it takes you three fucking days to do it? Well, you know, he's got to put a little bit of time on it, so because otherwise, you know, you, you get... Plus, like, the problem is is that Brad Shepard's such a piece of shit that nobody cites him on things. <laughs> so Fair point. It's sort of like the, uh, well, it's sort of like the shittier version uh, that NBA fans get with uh, Sham Sharania and Adrian Wojnarowski. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. And then Brian Alvarez reports on what Fightful says. Yeah. And, and claims it as his so, own. So Brian Alvarez has now turned into Ryback, right? It's like when Ryback had that whole poll, what should I do next and retire? Was one of the <laughs> yep. What day is best for a pay-per-view? It shouldn't be Saturday, right? Saturday should, and Saturday wins overwhelmingly. Yep. It's like, yeah, but it still shouldn't be Saturday. Let's do that poll again and Saturday mm-hmm. wins again. Because amazingly, people have jobs on Monday, and so they don't want to yeah. stay up until 11 o'clock at night watching wrestling. They'd instead yeah. rather... At least. At least, yeah. 11 o'clock at least. Yeah. It's still better than UFC that doesn't start their main events till like 1 a.m. Oh my gosh, you're telling me, dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if if uh, to to like circle on back, if Ronda's returning, cool. If not, whatevs. Uh, I like her. I I know people get all pissy and stuff like that on, on her because she's because mm-hmm. they like to be wrestling puritans and say that you have to have been a wrestling fan all your life to be a wrestler. But whatever. Um, and, and you, Adam likes when she makes mean face. Yeah. Well, and if she comes back, of course, you know, the, the IWC is going to jerk themselves up. They're not making new stars. But, yeah. Of course, AEW gives the title of Jade Cargill, so of course you have to bring Ronda Rousey back. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... I think we I think we've bounced around a lot on this episode so far. 
but it's okay. JT says, I'm surprised Alvarez could tweet any update out with his hands full of Meltzer dick. You know, it's not that big, so you really only you really, <laughs> you really only have to hold it like a cigarette, and then the rest of it, your rest of your fingers, you're good with typing. So. All right. Well, let's. You're right. We've we've bounced around a lot. Let's talk about everything great that happened on Raw this week. All right. Going back to Dynamite. <laughs> another another. Okay. So so listen, 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 listen. Let's let's do this. We sit here, and we constantly talk about how sometimes WWE gets unfair criticism. Now, some of their criticism is very very valid. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes they get ripped for for doing just dumb shit. This week's edition of Raw featured a number, yes. basically a number one contenders match. Essentially, like, do you get a title shot or not? Mm-hmm. Centered around a spelling bee. Yes. How am I not supposed to feel like my intelligence is insulted watching this? Can you imagine, Troy, that uh, Roger Goodell comes out and says, "You know what? I don't, I don't care who won, but uh, if Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford want to advance to the NFC Championship game, they're going to have to spell perennium." <laughs> First, I would love to see that. Um, <laughs> is, How are we even supposed to like suspend disbelief that this is anything sort of legitimate anymore? Like this is what we're getting. And oh, by the way, as if the spelling bee itself wasn't bad enough, WB went. You know what? Let's. You know what we should do. We should take one of the shittiest segments AEW's done since they've existed and copy that and do a weigh-in for our main event in a match that has no weight limits. Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to fudge the numbers, even though you can see them on TV. And we're also (laughs) going to have Brock Lesnar make a joke about somebody being gay. So, Well, you know. know, It's that, too. You know. But you can now buy uh, that uh, that plaid flannel Brock Lesnar shirt at WB Shop. Which which I will say does look kind of badass. And I, I, I did I did have a second thought, and I was like, you know, no, no, no. Well, up where you live, that would probably be more handy too. So. Who's getting handy? <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah, thoughts on the spelling bee, guys. There I liked your I liked your point about Chad Gable coming out oiled up for a spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. Like not even oiled up, but oiled up to the nth degree. Like that shit was still dripping off of him. Like why? It's like hold on, I got I you know, honey, sorry, I gotta I gotta run to the parts store. I gotta buy some washer fluid. Be back in a while. Come on, <laughs> grab my oil for me. It's like right. a very complicated process. I need to oil up. There you go. Um, my brain works better when I'm slippery. Ugh, <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> so I can say. There's there's probably been just as dumb ways that people have earned title shots, um, but not many. 
I've watched wrestling a long time. I don't remember a whole lot worse than a spelling bee, dude. There's, there's got to be some. There's, there's definitely some other dumb ones. They played musical chairs on SmackDown. They did yeah. play musical chairs on SmackDown. Yeah. Ric Flair molested Stacy, or almost molested Stacy, or something like that. Mm-hmm. When it comes to when it comes to molesting, Ric Flair never almost does it. <laughs> <laughs> to be the molester. Um, yeah, so not great, but you know, the segment, uh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that Otis legit spelled something wrong and they pretended he didn't. Um, no, I think he was right. I think he was right. Oh, he just, he talks like Chris Farley, so it's hard to It's that understand. Wisconsin thing he's got going on. No, I, I get that. Trust me, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've heard some some thicker accents than mine, so yeah. I just I I enjoy talking to you because it's like watching making a murderer. I you know I, I I'll take it. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. I was gonna try to defend myself and I was like no yeah I probably sound like an idiot and and I probably would be a murderer, but you know yeah. I, I'm just kidding, thankfully for all of us, you do not sound like those people. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I mean, not as much. <laughs> but there's definitely Astro some... Agrees. There's definitely some crossover. Astro uh, agrees, because you don't have that much of an accent for Wisconsin. For, so for a Wisconsin. For a Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me. Uh, there is... Uh, what, the, the accent that most people think... Uh, like the stereotypical Wisconsin accent is a Uper accent. It's an Upper Peninsula accent. It's Northern Wisconsin accent. The everyone that are like Green Bay and lower have just a normal Midwest accent. We don't have the oh yeah, don't you know, God, yeah. you know that's that's the Uper stuff. The 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 Upper Peninsula. Uh, but I still do have a dumb shit accent, so I, I can't say much. Dumb shit accent, a dumb truck ass. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment, but I'll, I, I, I'll take it, I guess. I don't know where they come. Oh. Phrases that pop into my head when I'm tired. By the way, we talked about Adam Cole. Um, my favorite picture of the week was the side-by-side between Beth Phoenix and Adam Cole. Yes. I'm looking through here trying to find something I can be positive about from Raw this week. Let me see. Uh, I, f- I feel like I've been very negative so far, and I need something to be positive about. Um, I would love to say that I really enjoyed Damian Priest and Kevin Owens, but then we got a disqualification. Yeah. Which, you know, takes any enjoyment out of matches at this point. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Anything else good that we can be... Okay, I will say this. It's really, really good that the week before the Royal Rumble, WWE decided to tell us about all this backstory between Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. Hey, and no time like the present. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you had a month to build this storyline where you could have like slowly built this up. 
And nothing's so nothing's better, no better way to tell the story than in side by side satellite interviews from the same building. Cool, good talk, boys. Well, I I didn't. When one invades the other. I I didn't hate the the side by side and her coming over there and Becky's face when she opened the door was was entertaining enough, but. It it does sort of shadow the shatter the illusion that like so they're just in the room next door to each other. <laughs> so why aren't they fighting then instantly? <laughs> oh man. So I will say uh, I liked Ellie Knight. Hold on, can I say one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. I understand that it's Royal Rumble season. But at no other point during the year, during these brawls in the ring, does anyone try to throw someone else over the top rope? <laughs> no. This is dumb. Stop doing it. Wasn't that wasn't that a rule in WCW that if you got thrown over the top rope, even in a normal match, you were you, the, 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 you were disqualified? If you yeah. Threw someone over the top. Yeah, that was so dumb. That was Bill Watts' rules. And, uh, dumb dipshit. Same with uh, not being able to come off the top rope. Oh. There you go. I, uh, I, I mean, so I, I enjoyed Ellie Knight uh, with the dirty, dirty dicks, uh, but the issue, of course, is that like, if he shows up in the Rumble now, it's not as, like, I'm not, I'm not as wowed by it because it's like, well, he, he was just here, you know, six days ago, so, you know, like, and and Roddy Strong, you know, giving a little glance to them too, like. It's like why why are we introducing people a week before they could make surprise entrances in the rumble? Because nothing can be a surprise. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I honestly don't even remember anything from from Raw beyond the spelling being the way in. That's all I got. T bar one. <laughs> Wait, he was on the show? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, because I was going to say that because I honestly don't remember. <laughs> yeah, he beat Roddy Strong <laughs> in his debut match. Oh, God. That worked out really well for the last guy that happened to. Hey, you know? wonder what that guy's up to now. Oh, that's right. He's not getting vaccinated. <laughs> so... Uh, Even Smack, okay, so Smack, I can't, I, I really, I really do, folks, I promise, I really do try hard to find things in WWE to, to be positive about, especially this time of year. Royal Rumble is one of my favorite events. I love this time of year in, in WWE. However, I do have a positive from Smack. Okay, hold on, because I was going to talk about, first off, WWE legend Summer Rae in the crowd. I don't have, um, I don't have a problem with that. You don't? No. Nope. Aren't we setting the bar for legend pretty low at that point? Haven't though? haven't we already set the bar pretty low when Jerry Lawler was one? <laughs> Jerry Lawler's a multiple time champion and, a, and an icon in the history of the wrestling business. Okay, Rikishi. You can dislike him and dislike the things he does in his personal life, and that's fine. Rikishi. But he's still a wrestling legend. Rikishi. Coco Beware's in the Hall of Fame. Coco Beware also listed as a WWE legend. Bushwhackers are legends. So I, that's why I didn't have a problem with it. You've, you've I, I all, believe I have shit all over those designations yeah. in their Hall of Fame 
in the past. Yeah, so, and and what I'm so telling, I, I am well within my rights. I am continuing to live my gimmick by calling this bullshit. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, by all means. Like, uh, but for me, I I hear that and I'm just like, yeah, you've already set the bar so low on what is or is not a legend that that didn't phase me at all because <laughs> it's like, sure, fucking Summer Ray never won a title, called a girl a twat on TV legend <laughs> oh that's right i forgot about the twat thing that makes her that le- gives her legendary status for Troy. that's, that's right it, it is important to me uh, we then uh we then followed that with uh more uh natalia guinness book of world records bullshit um but Aaliyah was saved by zia lee who proceeded to horribly miss on a kick and uh yeah. So at least some things haven't changed from NXT. So um, somebody but at get, least she was finally on TV for the first time in like four months. Somebody must have got a, a, a payday for it, though. The fact that she's gone this long without injuring anybody, right? That's what, well, she hasn't been on TV, so stick. It still counts. <laughs> I guess. Do they have a thing backstage? Like it has been X days since Zaylee kicked someone in the head and knocked them unconscious. Right. <laughs> Um, the the Raw team of the Viking Raiders as the number one contenders to the SmackDown title um, competed on on SmackDown. Now I remind you, boys and girls, Survivor Series is the only time all year <laughs> that SmackDown and Raw superstars meet in head-to-head competition, uh, except for Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and the Viking Raiders and well, I don't even know who the SmackDown tag team champions are at this point. I'm totally is it uh, Usos? Yes, there you go. So inconsequential that title at this point. As much as I love the Usos, but there's no tag teams, and that's why they have to import a tag team from Raw to do just to do the job to them. Well, they keep firing them. Yeah. Mm. They also don't uh, have a lot of face tag teams. Most of their tag teams Sami, are heels. Sam, Sami Zayn got shocked in the balls because that's always funny. He's loving life. That's one of my, that is one of my negatives from SmackDown. SmackDown. See they see they changed the sound effects over the speakers over the loudspeakers so you'd know that he actually got shocked when Johnny Knoxville came out and turned it on. <laughs> Look, I love Jackass. I I will probably go to a theater for the first time in God knows how long to see Jackass forever. These segments are fucking terrible. <laughs> fucking terrible. My positive from SmackDown was was Pat McAfee seeing just how many times he could say cock monkey on basic cable. (laughs) Pat McAfee is the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) He really is. Yeah. Uh, The other thing thing I have from SmackDown is Naomi, still dumb as fuck. Well, that, that goes without saying. Last week... Last week she fucks with the heat so that so that uh, Sonya has to take the jacket off and then still doesn't beat her up. This week Sonya comes out without a jacket on. Yeah. But Naomi doesn't do anything I'm sorry, before I'm she sorry, puts sorry, the referee shirt. On. Hold on, I'm sorry, I mean to drop it. Sonya came out with her jacket. <laughs> My jacket. All right, Jeff. <laughs> uh, Is he still sending no. the dick pics? They're mostly limp now. <laughs> Rigor mortis is coming, go. Yeah. 
Now there's just there's uh, the stuff crawling outside of it. What's up? <laughs> so, I'm usually a huge fan of the Roman Reigns segment and the Bloodline stuff, and I usually really enjoy it. Um, someone's going to have to explain to me the logic of this, because this match was a tag team match between Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. Now, first off, if you're Seth Rollins, why would you put your title shot on the line to prevent the Usos from being at ringside when you have Kevin Owens in your corner? It's not like you don't have your own backup. But okay, fine. Let's say it's that important to you that you're willing to put your title shot on the line. If you're Roman Reigns, why do something that gets the Usos disqualified, thereby ensuring they can't be in your corner on, mm-hmm. at the pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. Unless this is all really like long-term story, AEW long-term style storytelling to talk about how much they miss Paul Heyman's mastermind <laughs> behind there, behind everything they do. The only thing I could think of that kind of made it make sense would be Roman saw that the Usos were going to lose anyways. Mm. So instead of... Oh, having... they kicked out of the fucking stunner right. and the pop-up powerbomb. They, they fucking kicked out of everything. Yeah, so that's the only thing I could think of. Pretty bad. Pretty bad logic train there. Oh, bad logic on WWE? You don't say. <laughs> and we got Hook again this week. Hook was live for the first time. Oh my god. Adam, this is your this is your corner. Go for it. <laughs> or as I like to call him one hundred and twenty pound Goldberg. God. What did he do? He beat Serpentico. Oh jeez. He couldn't even get his fucking streamers off. This is I, I, I can't I can't even with this thing. Like, look, this kid could turn into be a good wrestler at some point. Why is he getting the Goldberg treatment? Because CM Punk said a thing and it became a meme because He's AEW not physically is, intimidating because AEW is the internet wrestling company. Oh my god! This also led to more QT Marshall TV time. So yay. And Jay Cargill is, is physically incapable of saying anything other than that bitch, right? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It seems that way. Uh, she's terrible in the ring. She's a bad promo. Uh, what? What is it? Like, yeah, she's in phenomenal shape. She's in great shape. And she's African-American, which I know they want to push now to avoid some of the stigma that was levied on them by Big Swole, but... Other than wh- wh- what? What is it? Adam's rubbing his pussy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't have him. He's mine. <laughs> it's one. So it would be great is if the cat like gets right up on the camera and then it pops out and Adam's wearing a wig after. Nice. <laughs> Adam goes off camera and all of a sudden he comes back. He's wearing a wig. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much all the stuff I got. Yeah. Has has any gimmick in AEW been less well executed than the Elite Hunter Frankie Kazarian? Plenty. Oh, you missed the year-end award show. Yes, that was my missed opportunity for AEW. God. Good God. Um, 
Oh, I, 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 one quick note that I jotted down. Cody cosplaying as a piece of shit tonight. Appropriate. We came out in a brown, in a brown, mm. brown suit. Um, and quote of the night from Dynamite uh, comes from the old Oki himself. In a, in a mixed tag, the, the women must compete with the other lady, and the men must compete with each other. Thanks, thanks, Jr. I don't know why. I don't know. The women must the women must compete with the other lady. Yep. Okay, so now that we're late enough into the show, I think we can play spoiler now. I think so. Why the fuck did Cody Rhodes win the title in the first place if we were just going to put it back on Sammy Guevara? Go Big Show. Yep. That's it's what I was telling you. They, they, Why? Cody can promote it without the belt. Not in his mind. And he didn't promote it because he wasn't even fucking there. Well, he literally never made a defense. Well, that's true. But the COVID. <sighs> no, no. Medical Sorry. protocols. <laughs> Medical protocols, yeah. <laughs> Why? Why did they do anything? Because Cody wanted to be a three-time champion. That's all. He wanted to be the only three-time champion in the, the, in the company's history. That's all that was. Because he's this fucking—he's an uh, arrogant asshole, and a mid-carder. So. Yeah. Um, but he's probably walking through the forbidden door for the Royal Rumble. Right. Only if he's—only if it's the Stardust. That's the only one I'll accept it. Okay, so I know we're going to talk, we're going to do Royal Rumble predictions in a minute, but you mentioned Ronda Rousey earlier, Troy. Mm-hmm. Would Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania move the needle for you? And move my penis. No, but <laughs> Would Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch move the needle for me? Uh, yeah, because uh, they, they didn't finish a feud. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Charlotte will get involved? See... <laughs> See, and I don't want that because I want Becky versus Ronda because it's the thing that we didn't get. You know, we sure. so that's what I want. I do not want Charlotte anywhere near that. Now they will probably try to in, inject her in there, just like she injects things into her forehead. But that's I don't want to see it. Leave leave her be away from this. Maybe they can stand in the ring and they can throw Rue and La Tawanda or whatever the fuck the Ronda Rousey's kid's name is at each other. <laughs> La Tawanda. <laughs> you don't remember her kid's name is like some ridiculous fucking island name? Yes, it wasn't La Tawanda though. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Uh, hold on. It's great to be looking up. It's like a fuck. It was La Tawanda. La Kia. I wasn't far off, <laughs> no. motherfucker. Makalupaloku <laughs> <laughs> Brown. Latwanda. Yes. Nipple Brown? Nipple Brown, yep. It's Latwanda from now on. It's, it's, right, uh... it's Licky Nipple Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, are you interested in uh, Rousey and, and Lynch at WrestleMania? Not in the least. How come? I'm scarce. I, I don't care about Ronda Rousey. I don't give a fuck. So would, would would you prefer a rehash of Bianca and, and Becky at this point? Like, put your fantasy booking hat on for a minute. Like, who's Becky? Who's Becky's opponent at WrestleMania? Ideally, if you're in charge. Because I would love the Ronda thing, and I think Troy said he would too. So I'm curious who would be, just as a comparison, who you would like to see. 
I mean, I've never been fa- I've never been good at fantasy booking, but I think based on the roster they have right now, they think Bianca's the only good choice. But that's been done. Like to me, WrestleMania needs to be something different that we Boring. haven't seen before. And like to Troy's point, we haven't seen it. Now, how about this? I know it sounds crazy. I know people say it'll never happen. Blah blah blah. But Becky Lynch versus Mickey James, champion versus champion. That I could get into. Okay. By the way, as as I was looking up, uh, um, La Tawanda, <laughs> I saw that Ronda Rousey's father's name is Ron Rousey. You, you really you got a George Foreman situation here. <laughs> you really named your kid Ronda after your name is Ron. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. I let me talk to you. <laughs> I love the Rumble. I do. Mm-hmm. And For sure. uh, I've I've seen a lot of people try to to take away my enjoyment of the Rumble by pointing out things that are stupid. I'm still gonna enjoy it. Because I like the rumble. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, <clears throat> honestly like I'm gonna we're gonna talk the predictions in a moment. But when was the last pay per view that you remember where we've had this much sort of I don't know which direction they're gonna go with this. That's very true. Um, I mean, we're I think we're all pretty sure Becky's winning her match, but yes, I mean we don't know who's gonna win either rumble match at this point. We we have really no clue on either one of them. We really can't. They could go a number of different ways with Lesnar and Lashley and. Uh, Reigns and Rollins. Right. So, yeah, for sure. There's a lot more uh, trepidation in just like calling like this. This is it. This is definitely going to happen. You know, um, which I which I love. Um, I've seen obviously you know people trying to be like, oh, well, the, the, the Rumble has a bunch of like lower mid card guys, and it's like it's like well, yeah we we know these guys can't win but they're still cannon fodder and it's still in, still enjoyable to watch and every once in a while you get a person in the final four where you're just like huh <laughs> you're like baby so i mean it's like that year that moxley made it to the finals everybody thought it was going to be reigns and then hunter and mm-hmm. instead it was moxley and that was almost the star building moment for moxley he sort of became a main event star that night right yeah, the Rumble has has definitely helped a lot of people's careers, and you look at uh, you know Drew. Obviously, his his run in it was was really good. But even even other guys like uh, like when Rusev first debuted, they were able to put him over as as you know as this big time player because he had such AJ a Styles debut is still one of the greatest moments in Rumble history. Oh my gosh, yeah, that that's still now, of course who. Who can forget Roman Reigns' face when AJ Styles first walked in? Right, because they <laughs> cut away from AJ Styles to show his face. All we saw. Yep. Was that worse, or was them completely missing Edge's return? Yeah. <laughs> them, spear, yeah. them missing the Edge spear, I feel like, was worse. Not the spear, his entrance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I felt like was worse. You just heard the music, and they went to a bunch of fan shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I felt like was worse. The, the AJ Styles one... I understood what they were going for, but yeah, it, it's it still wasn't good. <laughs> but I'd say I would give a slight edge to Edge. Huh. 
So are we uh, are we good to do picks, or do we have other things that we want to talk about? I'm good. I went through my stuff. All right. Well, Adam was still about to say something. I think. Oh, were you? No, I don't have anything else. Okay. okay. Said, uh, oh, he was he was. Uh, I did say I did say uh, it's because I was looking at my list to see if I had anything else. He was hoping that someone would jizz in his mouth. He just goes, real randomly walked on the street and go, ah. <laughs> so head on over to runoutwrestling.com. Uh, if you are listening live on Twitch, like uh, uh, some of our guys are right now, it is the top post on the on rundownwrestling.com. If you're listening to this on on your phones or on the internet, it is right below this post for this episode. Go ahead and slap your name in there, and then go ahead and pick along with us. In no particular order, we have. The WWE Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Adam. Um, despite how badly I want a penis to see Bobby Lashley win <laughs> after uh, after especially after listening to MVP on uh, After the Bell last week, this week, whenever that episode was. Um, all the plans in my head come together with Brock Lesnar holding on to the WWE Championship. Okay. Jason? Okay, so I'm going to go the other way here. Um, I think we get Heyman turning on Lesnar. I think Lashley wins for a couple reasons. And just give me a second to follow my logic train here. First, first a victory over Lesnar is sort of a make-good for having to put over Goldberg. Okay? Second off, um, you do it in a way where it doesn't hurt Lesnar if Heyman turns on him and it's, it sets up the Roman thing. Uh, thirdly, I don't think you're moving Seth. I, I don't think both guys can walk out with their titles. And I don't think you're moving Seth to SmackDown with Becky still on Raw. So I'm going to say my pick here is Bobby Lashley wins the title. All right. Honestly, I will be fine either way. Fair enough. And Bobby Lashley will give us his favorite pose. I won't be so fine with that. <laughs> I'm going with with Lashley because I'm still going with my original plan that we're we're bringing Lesnar back over to SmackDown. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Lashley. KT says the fact that Jason is applying logic to this is why I picked Brock. It's a fair point, and most of the time I apply logic to it, and I'm dead fucking wrong. So who knows? The Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, it's Becky Lynch. Nobody thinks Dewdrop's winning. I think we can all agree on that, right? Adam? Uh, yeah, it's Becky Lynch. All right. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the, <laughs> just, just save us some time. <clears throat> the Mixed Tag Team Match. Uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Marie's. Jesus, Harris, I'm sorry. Somebody was making a joke at me. Uh, Jason. Uh, I'm going to go with Edge and Beth Phoenix just because I hope it's the end of Edge and The Miz and Edge can move on to something more interesting like an AJ Styles program. Okay. Adam? Yep, 100% agree with that. You get your feel-good moment with Edge and Beth Phoenix going over. And like I said, like Jason said, Edge can then move on to something else. That's not Miz. Yeah, I'm going Edge and, Edge and Beth Phoenix. Uh, just because, come on. 
That's that's my defense. Come on. <laughs> WWE Universal Championship match: Roman Reigns versus Seth Fuckboy Rollins. <laughs> I had to, I had to explain to the wife why you put Fuckboy there. <laughs> Uh, I'm going with Rollins. I'm going with the with the double switch here, uh, and uh, yeah, I I don't have a good reason behind it. Although obviously this one is another one that could go either way. So Adam, what you got? Here's here's where my logic train goes. Um, I'm going with Rollins because they're swapping belts. Mm-hmm. So Rollins t- Rollins does stay on Raw with Becky. He takes the Universal Championship to Raw. Uh, and then Brock comes over to SmackDown uh, with the WWE Championship, uh, and that's your uh, that's your WrestleMania program because Brock somehow costs Roman the Universal Championship against Seth. So that's your that's your WrestleMania program for the WWE Championship is Brock versus Roman. Fair. So my my only counter to that, I, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns. But my counter to that logic is I don't think they want Roman Reigns losing until he's losing the title, and I think they want a more impactful loss than Seth Rollins. Fair. Yeah. Like I said, uh, you can make a case, and normally you can't. Right, so. yeah, no, it's cool. This is, yeah, this is when this gets fun. This is when it's not like, yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously going to be back in my mm-hmm. right. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Did you just try to, to move the show on? No, 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 no I was mocking saying the Becky Lynch. Thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> in in that specific example. Gotcha. Did you just say Pacific example? No. <laughs> I think you did. Go back and listen to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> then we have our two Royal Rumble matches. Uh, first up, the men's. Uh, we're gonna have Max Adam first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that racist? Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have you pick. No, no, I no, want you to is, chop him with a hat. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Is there no is there no United States Championship match on the uh, Not currently, no. Uh, so we're gonna have you pick the the winner. The uh, we're gonna have you pick a special surprise entrant that is not already listed, obviously, and has not appeared on WWE TV for ninety days or sixty days. Sorry, sixty days. So. No picking L.A. Knight, because he just appeared, or Roddy Strong, right? Uh, and then, who you think has the most eliminations? If there are uh, more than one person who has the, the most eliminations, if the, jeez, uh, emulations, we're lighting people on fire now. Uh, eliminations, like if there's two people that have four or something like that, you would get a point if one of those people you chose, right? All right. So, the announced participants for the Men's Royal Rumble... Angela Dawkins, Montez Ford, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Johnny Knoxville, Sheamus, Damien Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, Almost, Randy Orton, Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, and eight other unannounced entrants. Adam, who is winning the Rumble? Finishing up my logic train, we've got on one side we've got Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at Mania. On the other side, for the Universal Championship, we have Seth Rollins uh, going against Kevin Owens. Okay. I mean, you know, getting my nipples hard just thinking about it, but I'm, I don't think so. But I hope so. Jason. 
uh, finishing up my logic train, uh, the opening match is the WWE Championship. Lesnar gets screwed by Heyman. Roman retains, and Lesnar finds his way into the Rumble, probably attacking somebody who already has a number, and Lesnar is your winner of the Royal Rumble. You think Dominic? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if it's Knoxville? That would be great. <laughs> As a, Cat Moss, probably. As a people people saying Johnny Knoxville is going to be in the final four. <laughs> I was like, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't. It'd be funny. I mean, the motherfucker can take some punishment. So, um, boy, yeah. Again, kind of hard to uh, to figure this one out. But um, I'm, ne- I'm never good at this part. Never good at predicting right. battle royals. Yeah, I hear. You. I'm going to go with Biggie. I, I feel like it's a, a more legitimate way to to heat him back up and go. I guess go right back into his feud with Bobby Lashley, if you might, if my picks stay strong. So um, now comes the fun part where we just throw wild speculation to the walls. Uh, Jason, who do you have as a special entrance? Uh, continuing the whole Forbidden Door motif, I'm thinking of somebody from Impact who would make sense here. Um, and I am going to go with W. Morrissey, the former Big Cass. Okay. Now, does he appear as Big ga- Big Ass, or does he appear as W. Morrissey? I would say you W. Morrissey. You almost say Big Gay Ass. <laughs> I did almost say Big Gay Ass. <laughs> but... And by the way, I do anticipate he will return to WWE when his contract went back is up. He's, he seems to have got his shit together now. And he looks like he's, he's phenomenal shape. Mm-hmm. For sure. He's exactly what they look for. Adam. All right. You want to talk about going out on the limb, throwing shit at the wall? Here you go. Following you say, Kenny rep- Omega, I'm kicking you off. No, 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 no. Following reports earlier this week or late last week that he had been cleared to return to action, I'm going to say Corey Graves. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, he's been on WWE TV in the last 60 days, like last week, but... But not as a competitor. Uh, it does not. It does not differentiate those things, sir. I, I guess I did not differentiate it that. It says but... must not have appeared on WWE TV in sixty days. Well, he has in changing. fact appeared in sixty days. Take my point away if you want. I'm not changing. All right. <laughs> that's that's fine. Pro- my only problem with that, I like that idea. My only problem with it is it's going to be a stupid get up from commentary like they did that year with Booker T and it's like okay. with Booker T. And Jerry Lawler, and Michael. And Michael. Cole. Yeah. And now, and then Pat McAfee's gonna do it, and it's gonna be a whole thing. Sorry, did I just steal your picture? No, not at all. <laughs> um, because I'm going with Braun Breaker. Okay. All right. Uh, who will get the most eliminations? Yeah, I wasn't. If I if I wasn't allowed to go with Corey Graves, I could go with Grayson Waller because I didn't put him first because I didn't know NXT wasn't WWE TV. But he also has appeared on WWE TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. anyway. um, for my money, the most elimination spot is easy. This is this one I have no problems with. It's going to be Omos. That's exactly what I put. Yeah, it's the same thing I put too. <laughs> All right, uh, finishing up with. Uh, the women's Royal Rumble. I love I love that you put legendary in there. Yes, I do. <laughs> the participants that have been announced: Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ace, 
Dana Brooke, Carmella, Queen Zelina, Tamina, Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Lita, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, The Legendary Summer Rae, Mickey James, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and seven other unannounced entrants. So, Jason, who wins the Women's Rumble? This is... This technically could count as my surprise entrant as well. Here's the thing. I, I have a hard time imagining them going back-to-back with Bianca. I don't see a spot for Rhea, given that she had a title shot at Mania last year. Um, I really... If, if they end up doing a thing where Charlotte picks her opponent, I'll be really fucking annoyed. So I think we're going to have to... For me, at least, I have to go off the board here. Now, I would love the Mickey James storyline, like I said, and that would be cool. Um, but for me, I'm going to go off the board. I'm going to say the winner because we're running the gamut of four horsewomen winning this thing. I'm going to say it's the returning Bailey. Okay. Fair. I mean, Mel- Meltzer did say she was coming back. <laughs> they, and they are always accurate. They are always accurate. <laughs> Adam. Oh, I, I got nothing on this one. Um, See, I think it's going to be one of the Bella Twins. <laughs> <laughs> Say it to our face. <laughs> oh, golly. I really have not. This is, I'm, I'm grasping at straws with this one. Um, like I said, I, th- I feel like Rhea Ripley and Nikki, Ash already in a thing. And... Kind of wondering if we're doing Naomi versus uh, Sonya on SmackDown this week instead of at the Rumble, so that they can have Naomi in the Rumble. And wondering if they're going that direction. Um, but I have n- nothing. Nothing solid is jumping out at me as a possible, as a, as a definite here. So um, I think. We, you guys kind of touched on it after the after I think it was after day one. I think uh, Liv Morgan wins, and that's how she gets her rematch with Becky. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I am going with Ronda Rousey. So surprise entrance, and uh, I guess me and Jason can either go with our winners or we can go with somebody else if we want to have some fun but Adam who do you have as a surprise entrant again no concrete ideas here so um, just for shiggles I'll say Deanna Peraza (laughs) first of all it's definitely not happening. It's definitely not happening. And I love the fact that she like put out a tweet like, I won't be in the Royal Rumble. It's like, bitch, nobody asked you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to be in the Rumble either. And I, and it's, it's for the exact same reason that you're not going to be in the Rumble. Because nobody fucking asked you. Uh, Jason. So I just want to point out, I also sort of expect Ronda is going to win this thing. I just didn't want to go with that because it's like the the trendy pick right now. So I tried to go a little bit outside the box with Bailey. I, but probably I, wrong. I like to win. If I was laying money <laughs> on it, I would go with Ronda. Is what I'm saying. Fair enough. Um, 
that's it, my surprise entrant. When I look at what they seem to be looking for from Forbidden Door, when we know, you know, Mickey's in it, we know they ask the Iconics, they seem to trust their former talent to know what they're doing in this type of situation. And that seems to be the names they, because in their eyes, your impact, your fucking impact guys aren't big enough names to be, to get a pop. It's got to be former WWE people. So I'm going to say Chelsea Green is in the. Gross. <laughs> uh, Chelsea Green. What isn't? Uh, I'm going to go with. She looks. She's a beautiful woman. But well, my other my other guess was Gail Kim, but given how much she is, and that would make a lot of sense, but given how much shit she's talked about the McMahons, I can't envision that happening. No. Uh, so I, that or Tennille, and she's got COVID right now, apparently. So. Well, that's not good. That means half the locker room has it too. Hey, oh, uh, so. <laughs> That'd be great if she came out as Emelina. It's like it's been twelve years later. That would be funny. Uh, I'm gonna go with Layla. Uh, just okay. just to uh, have the the lay cool factor in there. Most eliminations. Uh, I I feel like it's got to be Bianca again. But what do you think, Jason? I'm gonna go Rhea Ripley. Also a good pick. Adam, say the legendary summary. <laughs> oh, shit. You forgot to say the legendary summary? <laughs> nope. Before we enter our picks, I'm changing my uh, my surprise entrant. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going Asuka. Okay. Yep, that'll work, totally too. Totally meant to pick. I, I, that's what I was thinking, and I totally forgot it when I went to fill it out. That's what it was. Okay. Hey, Adam. I think I might change mine. To Oscar, because <laughs> uh, after thinking about it, with uh, talking about Bailey, put Sasha Banks. Yeah. Uh, most eliminations. I'm gonna go Charlotte Flair. I think they're gonna ride that train. Always possible oh, too. Yeah. Also fair. Maybe they'll maybe they'll all do it. They'll all get six eliminations, and we'll all get points. <laughs> all right, go ahead and uh, uh, slam and. Slap around that submit button. Get that bitch taken care of. And uh, next week, we will be back with our Royal Rumble recap. And we will be letting you know who won the predictions poll. Which, uh. You have to go to the store and get something to make for food because I don't think anybody's going to be delivering on Saturday night here. Probably not. <laughs> well, you know, you can get DiGiorno, it's not delivery. It's shitty. Also, it's also, shitty pizza. Also, also right. pro tip. I'll make wings. Pro tip: hit your Dunkin' Donuts Friday night and grab an extra cup of coffee. Put it in the fridge and microwave it in the morning. I got a cold brew maker. So like a fucking peasant. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so, do we have anything else that we want to talk about this week? No, I think we're good. All right. Thank you for joining me, Jason. Thanks, Troy. And thank you, Adam. It's been fun. And thank you to everyone over on Twitch. Uh, Killy. Twitch.tv slash the Salsa Effect. There you go. Uh, special thanks. Uh, I'm pretty sure at the end of this show it's going to say Twitch.tv slash the Salsa Effect. 
yeah. yeah. That's okay though. It's that uh, it's that Wisconsin accent. <laughs> yeah. So special thanks to Killy, Lady Frog, uh, Astro, and KT. Uh, everyone who is uh, hopping into the chat there and making it a fun place. Is that a pun because Lady Frog was in there? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. So thank you to everyone, and uh, we will see you next week. So Jason, send us home. Listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundown wrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash thesalzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>